Today we're covering a question I didn't expect, but is a really good question. And that's the idea that your private podcast might be a replacement for your public podcast. Welcome to the More Profitable Podcast with Stacey Harris. I'm Stacey, and this is the spot to learn more about the strategies, tactics, and tools you need to build your more profitable podcast. My team and I work every day with podcasters like you to shift shows from frustrating time sucks to productive members of your sales team, because your show should be built to generate and convert leads. So let's get into it. When we launched the podcast newsroom in 2021, this was not a question I expected, but it's actually a question I've gotten more than a handful of times over the last two years. And that's this idea that a private podcast might actually sit in place of your private podcast. This is actually someone who I respect quite a bit, Chris Davis over at Automation Bridge did with his podcast uh, last year. He, for a little while, took his podcast premium and he put it behind, not a paywall, but an email. So very similarly to how you subscribe to the podcast newsroom, you go to podcastnewsroom.com, you put in your email address, you get your private feed sent to you. That was the way he was going to podcast. And he shifted his public show and the content that would have been there to his private podcast. Now he's talked a little bit about this on his private podcast. Uh, if I can find the link, I will, (laughs) I will drop it, but I don't think it's available anymore to sign up. Uh, it, it was interesting though, because of all of the times I'd heard this question, I'd never seen anybody actually execute it. And it was really interesting to watch that execution and observe what I liked about it and where I thought there might be costs. Now, I want to be really clear before we get into this conversation, as I talk about sort of the heavy on the air quotes cons or the costs of a private podcast versus a public podcast, some of the things you give up by putting it behind an email wall or a paywall, that doesn't mean this is a bad idea. This might still be a great idea for you. If this is how you want to do it, this is what you want it to look like, go for it. With that said, I want you to make that decision with absolutely all the information you can. Before we dig into this, I want to let you know it's official now. I have talked about it in all the places. Uh, As you're hearing this episode, when it releases, you, you, you will have seen emails and you will know what this is. But I wanted to say here, the doors are open now for a brand new way to work with me. And I'm ridiculously excited. Uh, It's called the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind. And this is set up to be a three-month program, small group. It's called Mastermind for a reason. We're going to keep this intimate. We're going to be in there doing the work together uh, where you will go through the process of building three really important systems in your podcast. The process you use to audit your pro- your podcast, the process you use to build a repeatable series in your podcast, and the process you will use to build your quarterly plan. And even better, this is not just a course. This is not just workshops. This is implementation. We'll kick off each month with the actual workshop where we give you the information and we start talking through the process. And then we will meet again for a second call each month and it's called co-working. And that's where we're actually going to be implementing. There'll be two rooms. There'll be a quiet room where you can just work and use that time to get what we worked on that month done. And there'll be a talking room where you can get feedback and ask questions and get support because 
I know that sometimes when you invest in these things, there's not, it doesn't feel like there's time to actually do anything with it. And the entire purpose of this program, this time with me will be to do this. So in addition to having those systems built in your business, when we are done, you will walk away with having done a full top to bottom audit of your show. And I'm not talking about checking downloads. I'm talking about going through each piece of your show and evaluating its alignment with your goals. You will walk away with a repeatable series. You can run year over year, ready, packaged, ready to go. We're going to outline it and work on it in the workshop. You're going to outline and prep those episodes. All you'll need to do is record them. We will close it out with month three where we're going to build your Q4 plan. So we will close out Q3 doing exactly what I do with my production clients, building your Q4 plan. So you will walk away with that plan ready to go. Again, in addition to having systems and processes to do all of these things in your business, quarter after quarter, year after year. I'm so excited. This is going to be such an impactful container, such a fun container. I'm I'm just really excited. You can get all the details right now at uncommonlymore.com slash profitable podcasting. Again, I'm stoked. We will, this, this container is intentionally going to be kept at a certain size. So the doors will close when we hit that number and or June 30th, whichever comes first. So if you want to get in, I recommend getting in. If you have questions, let me know. I have set it up so you can pay in full or set up payments so that it, this is really easy in the budget. Again, if you have questions, please reach out, hit you know, reply to an email that I'm sending out. If you're not on the email list, I mean, get it together, but get your butt over there. You can respond to an email or you can reach out on the contact form on our website over at uncommonlymore.com or of course my DMs anywhere. You know where I am. I look forward to chatting with you about it. Um, I'm, again, I'm really excited about this. I'm looking forward to getting to teach again. It's going to be a good time and I can't wait to see you there with me. So uncommonlymore.com slash profitable podcasting and reserve your spot for the profitable podcaster mastermind. That felt very good. Very adsy. <laughs> I'm like a drive time guy in the nineties. Uh, let's dig into this. Let's talk about private podcasting as a replacement for a public podcast. I want to first talk about why this could be really cool. The benefits of this. We've talked about this a little bit before when we talked about the, differences between private and public podcasting. Um, but there's a relationship difference. There is a level of commitment difference. When people show up to your to listen to your episodes, when you're on a private podcast, they know you. You have enough trust with them that they are going to open that email. They are going to click on that podcast episode. They are going to consume that content because they're in a different place than somebody who Googled a question and found your episode or dropped some, you know, collection of keywords into their podcast player and you got served up as a result. That is a different level of connection and the trust you have to buy in those first minutes in your title and your descriptions is different. There is a lower barrier in a private podcast than there is a public podcast. And that can be really appealing. It's also 
Honestly, a private podcast is closer to the sale than a public podcast is. Again, because of that relationship difference. That is an audience who's already a little bit bought in. They're already a little bit on board. And now it is just a matter of helping them get the information they need to make the decision. To say, yep, to take the step, to jump off the ledge, whatever it is. You know, however you want to cliche that. It's just about getting them to the time in which they're ready to buy. With a, pro- a public podcast, that's not necessarily the case. Again, we these are people who are finding us via search tools. These are people who are finding us via, you know, I've gotten a lot of podcast listeners lately via TikTok um, referrals. So maybe they're a little warmer. Maybe they have some context of the fact that you are helpful for somebody else, but they don't necessarily know you. They don't necessarily have a level of trust that they're going to immediately buy into something. For example, there are going to be people who are listening to this episode who don't have the relationship that I have with somebody who's been listening for years. There's going to be people who listen to the show and it's the first episode they've ever heard. If that's you, say hi. Uh, It's just, there is. And so... That promo at the front for the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind is probably not going to convert them into a sale because I haven't bought enough trust to get them to click a link, much less actually complete a payment. We just met. But you and I, maybe we've been together a long time. Maybe we've been hanging out for a couple of weeks, a couple of months, a couple of years. I mean, there's some people who that number would be a decade uh, that... That promo was like, yes, I need to go and do that. I've been considering it. I saw Stacy's email, whatever it was. I knew I wanted to do that. And so they, they jumped over and they just, they just joined us. Because we have different relationships. And in a public podcast, I have to be aware of that. I have to move through this knowing that that may have lost some first-time listeners. That's okay. But it was a decision we make. Where with a private podcast, you already gave me your email address. You know me a little. And so maybe it's a not right now, but it's definitely not a, I'm going to stop listening to this because she's all sales. And so that, that relationship difference is something worth considering. It means you have some more room to play with shifting them into purchase. You have some more room to measure that relationship because you have you have a different set of eyes on the pro- the podcast newsroom i can see when you listen not just that x number of people have listened like i have here i can see when you listened that is different relationship data that's incredibly valuable especially if you're somebody like me who's selling a, a high dollar a high ticket service right because my sales process takes longer my my conversion time is going to be different than somebody selling a $27 PDF. We have different business models. And so being able to see exactly who's listening, exactly who's engaging, exactly what you're interested in is wildly helpful to see where you are in our journey. And I don't have that kind of data on this show. I don't have that kind of data on a public podcasting platform. I have talked a lot about the fact, and and not just me, it is a well, 
worn conversation in the podcasting space that there is still a lot to be desired with public podcasting data. There is a lot of gray area, we'll call it, in the stats space in podcasting. And private podcasting allows me a little more data, a little more specificity in the data. So that can be a huge benefit. But here's the cost. Here's what I have to do to buy that level of visibility, right? I have to give up public discoverability. And this is why for me, and in 95% of the cases, honestly, like 99% of the cases that were presented to me when asked this question, the answer has been no. It has been that a private podcast sits in addition to a public podcast. A private podcast is incredible as a nurture tool, is incredible as a look into your visibility, but there is zero discoverability. The only people who are going to listen to your private podcast are people you drive to your private podcast. The only people who listen to the podcast newsroom are people who first listened to this show and heard me talk about it. Heard me say, hey, every month we drop new episodes on the podcast newsroom. Go check it out. If you haven't checked out June's podcast newsroom episode, go do it now. We're talking about, what did we talk about this month? Oh, we talked about summer prepping, taking time off, but keeping momentum with your podcast. That's what we talked about on the podcast newsroom. If you want to check it out, go to the podcastnewsroom.com. That's how people get to my private podcast. They're not searching my name because they saw me at an event. on the internet and finding my website and binging my podcast. They're not getting sent an episode from a friend saying, go listen to this, going and listening and subscribing. Because to go listen to the episode that their friend shared with them, they have to opt in. Which doesn't mean that you'll never see that sharing. There are people for me, who are subscribed to the podcast newsroom, who are there because someone sent them an episode and said, hey, it's worth subscribing. Now, I'm willing to bet I have no data to back this up, but I have years of experience enough to allow me to hypothesize that there are lots of people who have mentioned and or shared newsroom episodes with someone and that someone never came and listened because they didn't want to give me their email address. Who wants more emails? No one. That's why when you're subscribing to an email list, you're subscribing to someone you trust, someone you are interested in hearing from on a regular basis. And if you're not interested in hearing from them on a regular basis, then you're probably not going to buy from them anytime soon. And that's cool. But then my public podcast allows me to keep in connection, keep in contact Be in communication with you, even when you don't want to be on my email list. Because I see you. You opt in and you opt out. As you're ready, as you feel like you have capacity, as you're focusing or paying attention to your podcast or you're in a certain season of of podcasting. And I I don't mean that in like the you're on or off like a season schedule. I mean that in a like (laughs) you're frustrated or excited sort of season. And I want to be really clear Both are effective tools. Both can be a part of your marketing system. However, if you have to either or, 
If you're only going to pick one, I really want you to consider prioritizing a public podcast over a private podcast. Now I want to wrap up with the one exception to that rule. (laughs) I'm going to wrap up contradicting the thing I just said. If you are somebody who really wants to try podcasting, but isn't sure you want to commit to this whole thing, creating a private podcast series as your opt-in Maybe it's an audio training. Maybe it's a five-day version of of an email challenge that you have, like an uh, an audio version of a five-day email challenge you have. Maybe it is a series of interviews or case studies with your clients. Whatever it is, pick a number, eight, 10, 12 episodes, and create a season and run it privately. Send it out to your email list, promote it on social. It might help drive some new subscribers to your email list. This can be really effective if you have shifted or transitioned in, uh, your audience, evolved your audience a little, and you're feeling like your email list is feeling a little like not with where you're, like disconnected from where you're moving now or who your ideal clients are now. This can be a great way to clean out people who are not a fit because they will start unsubscribing to the stuff that they don't want. Uh, but it will also start attracting some new energy in in these conversations you want to be having in this space because they're 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 uh, opting in for that content specifically. That is the place where a private podcast can be really beneficial as your primary podcasting tool because it gives you a container to experiment with podcasting. With that said, if you liked the experiment, if it worked well for you, I would then consider a public podcast that you use to drive traffic to that podcast series, that private podcast series that you ran as the experiment. So now you're still using that as an opt-in, but now you're using a podcast to drive traffic to a podcast, like an audio focused opt-in. You see how that's kind of connected together? That's what we're thinking about doing. So that's the exception to my rule, not my rule. That's the exception to my opinion on which you should prioritize, public or private. If you want to take this conversation a step further, A, stay tuned all month. We're going to be talking about this. But there's two episodes I want to point you in the direction of. Uh, One is uh, one I mentioned earlier, which is the difference, the strategic differences between private and public podcasting, where we talk about some of the same stuff, but we hit it from some different perspectives. And then also a really great one to listen to is the conversation I had with Lindsay Padilla of Hello Audio. She's a co-founder of Hello Audio, which is the tool we use for private podcasting. It's the tool we use for Hello or for Hello Audio for the podcast newsroom. It's the tool we use when we have created these and implemented these for clients. We love Hello Audio. Um, it's one of the few things I'm an affiliate for. So if you want to know more about that, that conversation with Lindsay is a whole pool of ideas of how you can be using a private podcast uh, as a part of your marketing strategy, as an extension of your public podcast, uh, or inside of your delivery and things like that. So go check out those episodes. And again, stay tuned because we've got a couple more episodes as we close out this month talking more about private podcasting. And of course, remember to go to uncommonlymore.com slash profitable podcasting to reserve your spot and learn more and get excited for the Profitable Podcaster Mastermind. I am super stoked. First call is July 6th. Again, I'm going to be closing the cart June 30th and or when we hit our number. So let me know if you want to join. I don't want you to miss out. I will see you right back here next week. 
Thanks so much for listening to the show. Remember that content consumption does not make changes. So commit to doing something from today's episode. Maybe it's taking action on what we talked about. Maybe it's reaching out to me and learning more about podcast strategy intensives or what podcast production looks like with our team. All of that is over at uncommonlymore.com. And if you haven't yet signed up for the podcast newsroom, I want to remind you that is a great next step. If you're not really sure what comes next, hang out over there, get those exclusive private episodes. That's over at podcastnewsroom.com. And the last favor I will ask, because social proof is endlessly important for sure, is to leave a rating or review for the show. If you go to ratethispodcast.com slash more, that's the easiest way to do it. But I would love to hear what you thought of the show, what you think of the show, and if the show has been helpful for you. I can't wait to chat with you. So this is just the start of the conversation. Reach out so we can keep it going. Talk soon.